1: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss.
2: Hello and welcome to another episode of Friends with Friends. Uh, My name is Pete Allison.
0: Here is Dave Cribb. Hoy hoy Pete I believe before we get on to anything more friends related and that should be the catchphrase of our show from now on uh that you have some news. Well I don't um yeah
2: I'm leaving no no oh, no um I uh, yeah I should have told you that first yeah I? not on the podcast. Um, please I I don't have covid <laughs> Good um, good
0: news me too, me neither that's great Uh
2: right so let me tell you, so it's, it's Monday Monday afternoon yep. right now, that yep. so we're recording. Let me tell you how my Monday started. Okay. Does it need a bit of like a... Uh... So for work, I had to go to the car park of a soon-to-be-demolished cinema in Wakefield. Um, it's a very historic cinema, very historic building, and I was due to meet someone there. Who would um, tell me all about its history? He arrived, and I said, "Oh, morning. How are you?" He said, uh, "Oh, I've been better." I thought, "Oh, um, but I'll, I'll be polite." I was like, "Oh, sorry to hear that. Why is that?" And he replied, "Oh, I've got COVID." What? <laughs> and I was like. R- right
0: oh god he stood
2: opposite me at this point and I was like um right okay and at this point I noticed that he looked fucking dreadful oh my um, god and th- just
0: god some people have some strange logic don't they I mean have we reached I was about to say have we reached that point of sort of covid protocol where it's just like oh I've got a cold but I'm still here
2: yeah But he was like, um, oh, my fiancé said I probably shouldn't come. I was like, you should have probably fucking listened to it." to be honest. Well, of course I didn't say that out loud. (laughs) And then I found myself apologising for inconveniencing him by cancelling the interview and going back to the office. Um, And I was like, why am I apologising?
0: I have
2: just come face to face with COVID. That's
0: insane. That's why did he turn up if his fiance was saying don't go and he has COVID and surely he's read some information about COVID in the last two and a half years?
2: Yeah, it's just
0: anyway. I don't have COVID, but give it forty
2: eight hours. I was going to say it's It must be a brewing now, right? So I will be gagging on lateral flow tests on an hourly basis Wait. for the next few days. Have you
0: done one uh, recently?
2: Um, I did one uh, I did one yesterday, actually. But not today. Just just not today. But um, does it take effect that quickly? I was with him at seven o'clock this morning.
0: Well, I'm just thinking, you know, we've got... Eight hours we've ago. We've got about 30 minutes, God, 40 it's been a long minutes of this podcast. You know, like, if there's if there's any sort of uh nice bit of tension... Do you think I could have COVID by the end of the episode? Well, yeah, maybe, yeah. That'd be good. Not good, but it'd be good if we had a bit well, of Well, it wouldn't, though, if, No. no. Well, hopefully it wouldn't affect you too badly, but it'd be a bit of a pain in the ass. Have you got? A, have you got a test to hand there? Uh,
2: I have one in a cupboard. Yeah, I mean, I'm just
0: saying, Pete. Do you want me to do I one? Think, I think you should. Come on, let's let's okay. do this. Hang on, hang
2: on. Tell you what, why don't you do the whole um, podcast episode gubbins, the innards?
0: Oh yeah, the innards. While
2: I um, while I do a, a lap. While you set up test.
0: your test. All right, then. Well, here we go. We'll talk about this week's episode of Friends while Pete prepares the. Uh, the bit. Oh, there he is, getting the test out of the packet. There. I'll be. Um, I won't commentate on the whole thing. To be fair, uh, this week's episode. Peter has been requested by Jazz. Jazz. Hi, Jazz Hi Jazz Jazz says Ahoy oh, hoy Love the podcast I'd like to request Season 5 The one with Joey's bag I love this episode When Joey gets mixed up About the definition Of unisex Yes And because I would like a need For 3D glasses At my funeral <laughs> Cheers Jazz Oh the 3D glasses Pete I mean they We'll talk about those In a, in a moment But firstly uh, Would you like a synopsis
2: Yes, I would. What if you hear some it? strange noises, I'm about to, uh, I'm about to use my disposable sampling swab.
0: Uh, are you going for the up the nose? Yeah.
2: Uh, no, it's a throater.
0: It's a throater. Are they still on? Are they?
2: Uh, it's one of the longer ones.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you go for it. Let's. Or should I just, should I just do the nose? No, nah, no, nah, I think we all want to hear you gag. <laughs>
2: Get this. I feel like I'm a grinder.
0: <laughs> Season five, episode thirteen, the one with Joey's gag. I mean bag. Uh, <laughs> production code four six seven six six two. Phoebe's grandma. <laughs> Really <laughs> Phoebe's grandmother dies And she's shocked When her father Comes to her funeral Wanting to know More about him She arranges an encounter Without revealing Her identity Meanwhile Joey wants to look Stylish for an Upcoming audition So Rachel helps out Styling him With a man's bag In inverted commas As an accessory And Joey loves the bag But everyone else Considers it a purse And Monica is upset That Chandler Dislikes her massages Which he finds Extremely painful
2: mm.
0: Right the, the drops are going on and the drops are going on this is exciting this is, ex- this is real this real, real jeopardy on the podcast yeah. um,
2: I if, if if a positive result appears Dave yeah mid podcast yeah.
0: I will be well miserable well I was going to say can you not can you put the drops on and then put like a jumper over it or something you know just put like <laughs> we could do a reveal yeah cover it up because I don't want yeah I do not want that in the middle of in the middle of the episode okay,
2: okay hang on um Putting a sock over
0: it. Put a sock over your COVID test. The absolute classic. Done. Great. And we'll just look at the end. Nothing more. Don't think about it till then, Pete. I'll I'll try not to. Where would you like to start then? We've got massages, we've got bags, and we've got grandmas. Uh, I don't think there's too much to say about massages, so let's do that bit. I mean, it's very... Um, we we'd often talk about one of the plot lines being very sparse, but this is noticeably... I found myself halfway through the episode just going oh they haven't mentioned that since before the credits like yeah. it's the very first bit Chandler is massaging Monica for half an hour by the way that is a fucking long time for a non-professional masseuse to be doing a massage yeah it really is I know he skips the time Ron but my god like you know I've given people massages before and your hands are <laughs> tired up, like like partners Pete not just in the street yeah Anyone want Uh, one? (laughs) It's all right, I've got COVID. Um, But your hands hurt after like 10 minutes. It's really like, if you're doing it, you're putting a bit of pressure on it, you know? Issue is
2: that Monica isn't making sex noises while massaged, which we're later told is something she
0: always does. Does that just reflect the quality of Chandler's massaging, though? Maybe he's not. Maybe he's shy to them as well. Maybe he's, yeah, maybe he's um, not got the right pressure to elicit the noises yeah Um, but anyway he skips on then Monica starts giving him one and he is in visible pain isn't he very visible pain Chandler discusses it with Joey briefly and just sort of says she's terrible it's awful it's really painful and then nothing happens for about 18 minutes and then they have one more conversation where which to be fair is a very funny conversation which is one of my favourite lines in the episode no spoilers but um but, but Monica sort of finds out because she tries it on Phoebe doesn't she
2: there's also um, a reaction from Ross, because Ross reacts to Monica claiming she's good at massages. And um,
0: I-, I fear that suggests that Monica has massaged her brother. I mean, massages aren't inherently sexual, are they? But there's something about massaging a sibling <laughs> that is weird, right? That's basically... Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I mean, I've had lots of massages from from professionals. It's not like a sexual service... But it is still weird in my head, and I think you you are tending to agree. For one sibling to massage the other, I mean, I am sure it is perfectly possible to platonically
2: massage your <laughs> to platonically <laughs> massage your brother, but um, but still,
0: yes, yes, it does, it does feel. Also,
2: good. Monica getting pissed at Chandler for lying. I I, in, I use that that he, she says that he's lied about enjoying her massages is really like overcooking. That's really like making a bit. She's like, oh, but if we, if we, how can we
0: trust each other? Or if we start like, like, come on, it's really not that deep, babe. No, no, I know, and that is actually I'll, I'll do that one because that is I really enjoy the line where she realizes that not everybody knows about them. Yeah, and says the minute we start to lie to each other and pauses and goes, and by we I mean society. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is good. Uh, this is the last episode before they all find out, incidentally. This is this is it. The next one is the one where they all find out. So this is, we've reached the end of the timeline of the secret affair, the secret relationship, you know? And, and, and nobody actually questions. The people that don't know don't question why Monica would have massaged Chandler. She says Rachel used to like them before she got allergic. And obviously, you know, we know why she got allergic. But I guess... Uh, a roommate giving someone a massage if they were stressful is that but why would Monica ever have given Chandler a massage? That's a bit 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 weird if they're not in a relationship, isn't it?
2: Yeah, that should perhaps ring a few alarm bells, shouldn't it? Mm, yeah. As good friends as we are, Dave, I you know. I wouldn't massage you.
0: No, I wouldn't massage you either, Pete, and that's no <laughs> reflection on you or our friendship <laughs> or anything. I just it's just and and you know it's not like a weird, you know, no homo thing. It's just a just it's just a strange thing, isn't it? You know. I imagine there's lots of men that wouldn't massage other men cuz they'd feel weird about that.
2: Oh, um, I wouldn't I wouldn't massage my friends regardless of gender.
0: No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, I just I think I can't think of many friends and I don't want to list the friends that I wouldn't mind massaging on the Write them
2: on a card and have it laminated, and they're the five friends that you're allowed to <laughs> allowed to
0: massage. It's laminated. Um, yeah, we're getting into strange, strange territory here, aren't we? Especially as some of my friends do listen to the podcast. So I hope you're all now. Wondering now they'll be if wondering whether you, they're on your list. If you'd make the laminated list, exactly. Yeah, that'll be a good experiment. If you're a friend of mine, a close personal friend, and you think you would make the list, just text me, and then we'll find out. I'll I'll okay. do a survey on next week's episode, maybe, okay. or on correspondence or something. Anyway, but that's that sort of brings the um, massaging thing to an end, doesn't it? Yeah, like you say, they have a sort of a brief tiff, Monica and Chandler, and like you say, it's, get over it. It's, it's a massage; it's not a big thing. He's he's just trying to protect her feelings, really. It's actually quite admirable that he went through what is clearly hellish pain.
2: And there's that sign of his sort of ability to. Um to kind of I was going to say manage but that sounds a bit sort of no I guess that is right Yeah, manage, manage her Monica's madness. emotions and her, <laughs> yeah and her, her sort of difficult side of her personality it's perhaps a good sign that they're a good match because he manages to to do that yes
0: yeah, so that's and, that, and that's the way that bit resolves isn't it and it is a good indication of actually do you know what this wouldn't have happened before for either of them I don't think you know somebody else wouldn't have done that for Monica and Chandler certainly wouldn't have uh, committed to a relationship, he didn't really care about. If that was the case, you know, he runs away at any sign of of of, of trouble, doesn't he? So I think it's a nice indication of where that relationship's going. Um, and and they get over it in the end, don't they? They do. So, Joey's up for the part of a sophisticated international gentleman. A character he describes as a real clothes
2: horse, which... Uh. (laughs) Regular Friends of Friends listers will really
0: enjoy that reference. I did not even think of that. uh, How did I miss that? I'm annoyed that I missed that. (laughs) He's a regular clothes horse. He just stands there while wet washing's hanging off him. Yeah. Until it dries. Did, um... Yeah, that's that's how they use the phrase clothes horse in America, is it? Maybe.
2: Just somebody Well, he sort of means it to mean stylish, doesn't he?
0: Yeah, a fashion guru. Like he wears his um, clothes well. Yeah, no. Is Joey fashionable? I'm trying to work it out. Like he's not horribly unfashionable, is he?
2: I actually think he looks really he looks really good in that outfit that um
0: Rachel puts yes, in. Yes, Agreed bag aside, well... The, the yeah. Well, what are your thoughts on the fun. bag? Go on, bag, bag thoughts. Um, I don't mind it.
2: I don't mind it. It's the wearing over the shoulder, I think, is a little bit odd. It just doesn't look very natural. It's you a just little carry bit carry it, high and, and
0: formal, isn't it? Yeah, like yeah. when it's... The, the the straps aren't long enough for it to be a shoulder bag, are they?
2: No, I don't think so.
0: So you either want a longer strap or, like you say, you just hold it. But I don't think... I mean, this... Let's, let's get the problematic sort of elements of this... Plot line, as it were, aside, the whole plot line is just basically, ah, uh, you're woman, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, there are so many references to it, even, even, I know it was a different time, etc. But even then, it feels a bit tired that they're all just, like, all the jokes are basically, you know, because you're a woman, because you're a woman, because you're gay, because you're a woman. You know, you look, you look, you don't look like a man, basically, you know, it's that, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it, and, and it's Chandler and Ross both making the same kind of jokes. It's not like one character has the issue with it. It's, no. it's that they, they
0: both do. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and, and the argument the other way is not... Because Joey starts off thinking like that, doesn't he? Rachel hands it to him and goes, it's a purse. Yeah.
2: And then he just sort of glimpses himself in the mirror and suddenly loves it.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I think there's a nice... We can say the the sort of the pull to the the other side is that is that joey uh comes round and is really enjoys the bag despite it supposedly looking like a purse i mean it is just a unisex a, a UNI sex bag isn't it mm. yeah <laughs> which as jazz points out is a very funny joke UNI sex. although when joey first hears it for the first time he immediately basically goes to hit on rachel doesn't he <laughs>
2: Yeah, and immediately sort of, like, uh, touches
0: her arm as if yes. the, the sex is is going to happen there and then. There and then in her office, yeah, I know. You and I sex, and he goes, well, I'm not going to say no to that. And it's it's almost a shame it cut, the scene cuts away there, because I'd like to see how that resolved itself. Yeah, how did Rachel diffuse it? Yeah, right, absolutely. Um, if you were a casting director, and, you know, I know it's an audition, so he hasn't got the part and he doesn't get the part... But a casting director still has the job of putting the people they think is suited to a role up for the audition. And if you're thinking sophisticated international gentleman, would you be putting Joey Tribbiani from Days of Our Lives up up for that audition? No, and also the line
2: that he... you only hear like one line of dialogue in his audition. Yeah. But that doesn't exactly scream... uh, international playboy clothes horse type because it's something like hey maybe we should get a table or something like it's the most sort of generic line imaginable
0: yeah why don't we get you a table and I'll buy you a drink you must be new here yeah Yeah. it's like it's proper uh, first first thought chatting up flirting isn't it yeah you must be new here let's get a drink that venue by the way where the audition is uh, the director and all them they're all sitting in the audience seats of friends
2: are they saved a bit of money on a set
0: Yeah, well, absolutely, and also clearly some laughter put in later, or maybe done on a different take. Because where's the audience, Pete? If they're using the chairs, where's the audience? It's true; they're not there. Bloody not there, are they? Anyway, he takes the bag. They don't like the bag. He doesn't get the part. The end, and um, that's that's the end of Joey's bag. And three hundred fifty dollars, though. Would you buy it?
2: Uh, So what's that about? Two hundred odd quid.
0: Yeah, two hundred. Best part, of three hundred quid these days. That mate, yeah. two hundred eighty, two hundred ninety quid. Um,
2: I mean, no, I it, it black leather doesn't. Suit, <laughs> I don't think black leather
0: would suit me. No, no, I don't. I don't think I'd want a leather bag. To be fair, I don't think I've got any leather clothes uh, for everyday use. <laughs> Not fancy guest use. Uh,
2: I have uh, no leather clothes at all, other than belts.
0: Oh, fair, fair. Good. Found a loophole. Literally. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online.
0: future admin to be done later on so uh, okay. stay tuned for that everybody a COVID test result and also some quiz based admin and it's not just admin actually it's a chance for you the public to maybe get involved with the quizzes on her friends with friends is Amy retiring no not retiring Pete but I'll, well okay. I'll, we'll get to it later alright fine so but there is some news yes anyway Phoebe's grandma's dead
2: <laughs>
0: oh goodness um right I <laughs> yeah.
2: I really love that Phoebe's quite genuinely difficult moving past is so central in this. Cause watching this back, particularly the scene with Phoebe and her dad in Central Perk, which we'll come on to. Yeah. Is brilliant.
0: Yes. And like really, really special, I think, right. that scene. Agreed. I think you're absolutely right. I think that scene is one of the like the best crafted scenes in All of Friends. It's so delicately balanced. It's so well done emotionally, isn't it? And there's still some jokes in it, but not as many jokes as normal, and that befits the scene, I think. Um well, the and reveal it's genuinely of, moving, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it, it really is. That that reveal of Frank not knowing Lily is dead. Yeah. Uh and particularly that she she died so long ago and Phoebe revealing that is really moving. Mm. The kind of quite gentle
0: um way that Phoebe reveals that she is Phoebe. Yeah, that's my favorite bit of the whole scene. I th- of the whole episode. I think that's wonderful.
2: And Frank's sort of unspoken reaction to that. It's just his mouth yeah. dropping a little bit, but it's he's it's, so he's, good, he's brilliant he? in this. But yeah, he is yeah. he is really really good. And uh Lisa Kudrow is as well. But that and I I love that that really Lovely idea that he thought of the melody to Smelly Cat is really beautiful as well. Yeah,
0: it's such a nice idea that isn't it? It's it's the whole thing is just so well done. I just um yeah, I have I have very little to say about it. If anything, I think like Phoebe's line, you know, lipstick and a big day for you, and I see why they've put that in there, but if anything, I think they could have just held back from a gag then. Yeah. I think yeah. that was almost a bit of them going god we haven't had a joke for about a minute and a half and they wanted to punctuate it with with a gag but you know if, if, if i was gonna do any critique of it but i just thought the whole scene is is th- that that is really like some of friends at its best taking these sitcom characters and making you feel real emotional depth about them and yeah like i i, I was genuinely moved by it, watching it back
2: i think it's genuinely one of the most like moving scenes like in all of friends i just yeah. i think like every every step of the way it's it's really special
0: Yep, hits the mark. Well done, everyone, and well done, Bob Balaban. Yeah, he's great. Um, who got name? I had to look up. He has a good name. Um, he does, doesn't he, Bob Balaban? What else is he in? I mean,
2: oh, he's an Oscar nominee. Ooh. As a producer of Gosford Park. He was one of the producers nominated for the Academy Award for Best Picture for
0: Gosford Park. Very timely in Oscars week, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's 76 now. Oh, he's been in a lot. Yeah, he's got a big old credits, is not he? I mean, you can see it for yourself. Um, Oh, yeah, he's in all the Christopher Guest stuff. He's in Best in Show and, you know, all the... Not Spinal Tap, but all the sort of ones of that ilk, you know? A mighty wind for your consideration. All of them, apart from Spinal Tap. Uh, And he was in Isle of Dogs, which I haven't actually seen, and the Grand Budapest Hotel. There you go. A little CV of Bob Balaban, a.k.a phoebe's dad frank this is his only episode isn't it yeah he's not in it at all again it's very strange um a very strange thing after like we say one of the most moving scenes that they don't explore that relationship at all again He's in some really cool stuff. He's in Close Encounters. Oh, Bob. Bob Balaban. This is now, guys, a Bob Balaban fan podcast. Mm. It's a Bob Balaban fan podcast. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And uh, we shall no longer be talking about friends, just the career of Bob Balaban. So we start in 1945 when he was born in Chicago, (laughs) Illinois.
2: (laughs) You know, at the start of this... Episodes, uh, where Phoebe is breaking the news that her grandmother's died. Yeah. And Monica comes in and says, oh, by the yeah. way, there's a couple outside like, <laughs> having sex in a car. Yeah. Um, right. Phoebe jokes about the, the sex people getting pregnant. Yeah. And Monica says, not the way they're doing it.
0: Yep. <laughs> um, yeah. Shall I read the note that I've made in my notes? Go on. Word for word. Did Monica see two people having anal sex in their car on the street in the middle of the day?
2: I put, are they bumming in a car?
0: <laughs> it's wild that they'd be having sex on display in a car in the middle of the day anyway. To make it visible, like, without going into specific details, to make it so clear to Monica the method in which they were having sex, that there's got to be really on display, you know? You can't do that subtly in a car.
2: I think um, it would have to be quite a roomy
0: vehicle. Yeah. Thinking a sort of four by four with the seats down in the back.
2: Yeah. Well, this is, uh, or just an estate, you know. <laughs> um, then also, it's it's the winter, this episode, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Heating on. I think I think those windows would steam up. Yeah. Very Titanic, wouldn't it be? Yeah. Therefore, um, Monica probably wouldn't be able to see in unless they'd open
0: the windows. Right. So the windows open. I mean, that's even more. Uh, of a exhibitionist trait, isn't it? Opening the windows while you are in a car. <coughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sentence I never thought I'd say in life. Never mind on this podcast. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's heavily implied that that's what they're doing, and I don't think there's any way around it. And they skirt over that so so quickly. I know Phoebe's grandma's just died, but I think Monica's initial level of excitement before she discovered that news was absolutely warranted.
2: Oh, yeah, I can understand why you'd uh, yeah. be excited to stumble across that. <laughs> or shocked, perhaps shocked, more than excited. Yes. Yeah. That's
0: it. I think the word excited was misplaced there, Pete. I think you mean yeah. shocked.
2: But well, You said excited uh, before.
0: Yeah, I did. Yeah, you're quite right. Okay, fair. I'd let's move on to 3D glasses.
2: Oh, I love it. Do you know what the best thing I think about the 3D glasses is? That we don't ever see what they're for.
0: No, it's so well done, isn't it? It's so because great.
2: it just leaves you to imagine what they were for at the funeral, and that somehow makes
0: it funnier. Yeah, the the, the whole funeral. I mean, it's, it's in a slightly. It seems to be in some sort of weird hotel or uh, like a village hall or something. It's a, it's a slightly strange setting for a funeral. There's like a notice board, and it's quite sort of bland and it just doesn't feel like the sort of place you'd have a funeral but the whole way it's shot is you only ever see the back of the room and I presume that was such a deliberate decision so you never see the front you never see what is hopefully in your mind a preposterous Phoebe production basically (laughs)
2: Yeah, it feels so uh, brilliantly Phoebe-ish for this to, to, or or like of her quirky family for it to be like this as well. Yeah,
0: absolutely. No, I absolutely love it. And I love everyone's reactions to it. And I just honestly loved seeing those old, do you remember getting those 3D glasses at the cinema back in the day?
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Absolutely. I mean, 3D glasses these days, they just, they look a bit more normal, actually. They look a bit disappointingly like regular glasses, but. 3D cinema is a bit naff, isn't it? I just have never thought. I think I I probably thought it was amazing the first time I went because of the novelty of it. But I would never go. I mean, especially this is very boring logistics. But especially as a glasses wearer uh, on a day-to-day basis, it's almost impossible. You have to to, double glasses. Yeah, you have to double glasses, and you a look like a knob, which is fine in the dark. But it's just the 3D glasses will often be quite tight and restrict you, and then sort of squash your glasses into your face. It's an absolute nightmare, Pete, to be honest. It's not easy, is it? But actually, on the subject of cinema experiences, and maybe they'll have 3D at this, they've just approved this week a um, a, a big new venue right by my apartment, which is going to be absolutely hellish, I'm sure. But Madison Square Garden's um, The Big Dome, have you read about this? No so Madison Square Gardens the people have, that behind that have got this giant dome in Las Vegas and they've just approved one in Stratford in London and it's going to be like a stone's throw from my apartment what's going to go in it it's like going to be like it's like the O2 it's like a giant venue um, with restaurants and bars and all that sort of stuff but it's also got I read this week a cinema with a screen 20 times the size of an IMAX that that's too big right that's like the world I've already seen that that's the world when I look out the window I can just see that that's that's all I can Um, see like an IMAX is huge how far back from it would you have to be sat like days days I know absolutely days back days back (laughs) (laughs) but I would like to experience some 3D cinema in that Pete if I'm honest Well, I'm sure you will do. Just as an experience, I'm sure that'll happen, and I'm sure... Oh, look, I'll report back. It'll be in about five to seven years, but this podcast will probably still be going on by then, so... Um, Strap in for that, everyone. (music) Little cameo from Ursula as well before we move on, isn't there? Um, Not one of Ursula's finest cameos, actually. She's just a bit... She's not so much hilarious in this as she's just a bit... mm.
2: She does have a line I like,
0: though. It's in my three. Oh, is it? Um, Thanks. Enjoy your funeral. Yeah. (laughs) Enjoy your concert. Enjoy your funeral. Yeah, that is very funny, isn't it? Um, And then there's a continuity error in this plot line that a lot of people have mentioned on the World Wide Web, which is that Phoebe regularly refers to the fact that her dad abandoned her before she was born. And that doesn't tie in with how he would have been able to sing. Oh, yes, it's true. That is true, um, and I'm only flagging that because it really doesn't actually bother me that much because I, th- I love I love that detail so much. But I know someone will flag it if we don't mention it, Pete. You know yeah. what they're like. Yeah, I do know what they're like. Um, so there you go, flagged. Consider it flagged. Favorite lines? Um, well, I've already mentioned my Ursula one. Yeah, and I've done We by Society. Yeah,
2: I also love Phoebe saying. Well, if she isn't dead, cremating her was a big mistake. <laughs> yeah. Um. And finally, <laughs> I like a Joey line that is actually a serious thing when he's defending his bag. Okay. And I think it's a principle that you know the world would be a better place, Dave, if if more people shared this piece of Tribbiani wisdom. Yeah. Um. Just because you don't understand something doesn't make it wrong.
0: Yeah. Too so right, that is Joey. Nice, isn't it? Yeah, again, Joey comes out of this plot line very well because he's judged a thing, he's judged the bag, he's changed his mind, and he's accepted something that he would have previously mocked as something he can absolutely get on board with and and live harmoniously with, hasn't he?
2: So, Dave, just because you don't understand
0: anal sex in the street in a compact <laughs> car doesn't mean it's wrong. Doesn't mean it's wrong, Pete. Hey, no judgment here. I'm not mm. judging. Um, a couple of my other funny moments are actually in the first scene after the credits when Joey's wearing the top hat. And I do enjoy Joey in the top hat. I love that Joey's got the audition as a sophisticated man and gone. I guess I'll just buy a top hat and wear <laughs> that with my normal clothes. That'll do. Um, also, famously, actors don't go to auditions in costume, do they? <laughs> no,
2: that's not really explained, is it?
0: <laughs> no, I think I think this is like consistently Joey not understanding his industry at all. Um, but the hat leads to a few funny references. I enjoy Chandler's... Um, Jerry sort of says, oh, I imagine everyone at the audition will be dressed in something like this. And Chandler says, and you're going to make them all disappear? There's so a lot of the uh, magician reference hat, yeah, uh, lines in that. And then my last one's not really a line. I just, there's a bit in this scene that's so un-Chandler and unfrenzy, but it really made me chuckle. Just when he puts the basket on his head. Just Matthew Perry sitting there with that basket on his head. When he says, yeah. try and find something as sophisticated as this, and he puts that basket on his head and said, done. For some reason, that really tickled me, just because it's so bizarrely out of, uh, out of character for him, you know? Yeah, I know what you mean. So there you go. Okay, here we go. Here's here's the here's the news before the quiz. Hey, guys. Keeping up with being the quizzed is hard in non-lockdown times. When are you recording today? I'm happy to write one this morning, she says. This was at 9.31am. But I might need you to ask if any of the other Amy's... <laughs> Could also join some sort of quiz writing rota. Yeah, that's fair. So, um, and she's, she's the done a time is Amy. Next two weeks, Amy. Original quiz at Amy is on holiday, so we do need some new Amy's for the next two weeks. I tell you what, message us. Message us first. Don't all do a quiz because then we'll end up with loads of quizzes. Messages, quiz, and the first person that messages. And gets the thumbs up back.
2: And it doesn't need to be fancy spreadsheet as much as we appreciate that from Amy. We
0: can keep this simple if necessary. Yeah, you're more than happy with words words in a message. That's absolutely Also,
2: fine. even if you don't uh, want to do a quiz, follow us on Instagram, fwfpod. We had a nice little flurry of new followers this week, Dave, I noticed. Oh, That was nice, wasn't it? Yeah, so guys, come and follow.
0: Come join the party. Instagram's really where we hang out at most, isn't it? Yeah, I can't really be asked posting and everything else. No, Twitter's absolute dearth of society these days, and Facebook yeah. is just a bit bit old, isn't it? Do you want to do a quiz? Yes, please, Peter. Question
2: one, what was Phoebe's grandma reaching for when she died? Uh, Yoghurt? It's correct. Yay! Uh, what have, what's happened to the sound effects? Are they no oh. more?
0: No, yeah, hang on, they are, wait. Question two, what number does Ursula live at? Unconfirmed? No, I, I mean, it's probably on the door, but I do not know. Do you? Uh,
2: number four. Uh, question three, what three things does Joey say there's space for in his bag?
0: His keys, his wallet, and something else that I can't remember off the top of my head. I can't remember either. Uh, it's an address book, Dave. Oh, an address book. No wonder I can't remember it. When was the last time you carried an address book, Grand? Got your filer fax in there as well, have you, Joey? Maybe he does. What your Tamagotchi? Um, wrong.
2: Uh, 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 question four: What fake name does Frank give? Joe Hill
0: is correct. Because we discussed this previously, didn't we? And I've immediately forgotten what the context is, and someone will remind me. But we we talked. There's a bit of trivia behind this. It's because Joe Hill is the son of Stephen King. And he is a, that's his fake name because he's Joe King and he chose the name Joe Hill and there was a whole thing at some point on the internet about the fact that Frank Buffet also chose that fake name. There you go, the end. Oh, that's a very niche fact. It I is, like isn't it? it? But we have referenced it once before. I just remembered it.
2: Uh, question five, what are the gang doing when Joey comes over to say he didn't get the part? They
0: uh, playing they're playing a game. Scrabble, I believe, yeah. Peter. Uh, Playing Scrabble. Not a bad showing on the quiz, is it? Now, tell us about next week's episode and do we have a quiz? Because I know there's a couple coming up that we have a, a pre prepared wow. quiz for.
2: Next up, there is no quiz prepared. So, so we, we do need an need Amy. Someone.
0: If you're not called Amy and you want to do a quiz, that is absolutely fine. We will require you to change your name by Amy. Yeah, that's. By that's... Amy? By Deedpole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> by Amy Deedpole.
2: Next week, Dave, we are going
0: to season eight yes episode seven Yeah. the one with the stain the one with the stain okay yes there's some funny very funny bits in that actually um excellent so there you go that's the quiz topic now come on it's the moment we've all been waiting for pete isn't it are you okay. ready to, re- to reveal the sock
2: uncover the sock i do not have covid Yay. Um, that's good news there is not a sign of a
0: second line. Not all. on <laughs> <the> <laughs> Good Little good rhyme. Um, good. Well, long may that continue, Pete. Please do update us if you do get COVID. Otherwise, we'll presume you don't have COVID. All the best at the end. Goodbye.
2: Um. Yeah, bye.